Hi, and welcome to Becoming Less, an Edmontonian journey to less waste, less impact, less consumption, and less clutter. Becoming Less is brought to you by Waste Free Edmonton, and together we're dedicated to waste reduction efforts, both big and small. I'm Biz. I'm Emily. And today we are going to talk about budgeting. Which might seem a little off topic, but we'll get to that in a second and we'll link that in. No worries there. First, I would love to do a few shout outs to some people who have reached out to us over the last yeah, month while we've been away. Uh, apparently not posting any episodes for a month really brought out people to reach out to us. So that's kind of great. So first yeah, of all, awesome. I want to say thank you to Kelly, who is a new Patreon patron. And Woo-woo. if you have Thanks, never... Kelly. Yes, thank you, Kelly. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you don't know, we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash becomingLessPod. And there are a number of tiers ranging from seed to forest, $3 a month to $100 a month, but you're allowed to pick whatever you want to contribute and... Yeah, if you want to help out with some waste yeah, reduction efforts, we'd really that. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So thank cool. you, Kelly. Treb gave us some love, saying that we remind him of the need to prioritize taking care of the environment and giving him lots of things to think about that he maybe never thought about before. Yeah, so thanks, Trav, for that. That's what we're hoping people get out of this. So, so that's <laughs> Yeah, really well, nice. apparently it's working. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Marie contacted us after I was talking about being able to choose where my energy comes from. And she Mm -hmm. wanted to let us know that she's had good experiences with Alberta Co-op Energy, or ACE. Mm. And she's also heard good things about Park Power. Mm. I haven't done my research on either of those, but they are recommendations from a listener. So thanks, Marie. Amazing. And then I did want to touch on some feedback we got on the decluttering episode with Rose City Organizing. Mm-hmm. The comment was, it sounds like the minimalists would high-five her, but the clutter people wouldn't feel safe. Which mm-hmm. I am so sad about because I, I will yeah. admit that the conversation was to minimalists. So, of course, that perspective is a little bit skewed. So, I will totally admit that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that like... Yeah, both Biz and I kind of identify with that, right? Like simplifying things and like, but yeah, it obviously like different people value different things. So yeah, and like I, I think that we may have got a little carried away in our conversation because of the piece that we have found with having less stuff and more space in our lives. Mm-hmm. But I, I never got the vibe from her that she was judgmental. I thought that she would actually be very like gentle and helpful throughout any process decluttering with people. But mm-hmm. I'm not in that place. So I apologize mm-hmm. that that made you feel that way. But that is so not what we were trying to get across. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And, and I think particularly, yeah, for Biz and I, we both feel a lot like decluttering is something that, yeah, brings us a lot of joy and peace, but that's totally understandable. But that's just, yeah, we kind of have different perspectives on that, right? But like maybe the process is a little overwhelming and totally Totally. acknowledge that. Totally Totally. acknowledge that. If you do want to get to that place, but you're having a hard time, absolutely, it can be hard. And I will totally acknowledge that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I apologize for being a little one-sided in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so... On to budgeting. 
Now, why yes. is budgeting relative to this conversation? Well, let's see. Less waste, less impact, less consumption, less clutter. I also had a good friend that said, more money, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> So a good friend. Eh? <laughs> I mean, that's like kind of part of it, right? Like I do kind of agree with that in a sense. But anyway, so I think I think that this it is kind of a bit of a like a different topic, but I think it all kind of goes into, you know, this becoming less lifestyle of like, you know, your mindset and priorities and and all that kind of stuff. So I do think it is really important. Yeah, kind of also recognizing that like I don't know. I feel like a lot of the, you know, the minimalists that we've talked or like money's going to be different for everyone and it's going to look very different. But there's a lot of things that you can do that are like within your own means to become less. And budgeting, I think, is a really big part of that. Yeah. And I think that you'd be surprised or maybe not so surprised at how often the more environmental option does save you money. So mm-hmm. and, and vice versa, right? Like if you're trying to save money, you're probably not putting your your footprint out as large as it maybe otherwise could have been. Good so, point. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 an interesting it's an interesting thing to navigate because there's, I think I feel like there's both sides of the coin, right? Like a lot of people see environmentally friendly things as more expensive, but sometimes, well, well, and a lot of the things that we talk about are actually less expensive. Yeah, I would like to remind everybody of the phrase. The greenest option is the one you didn't buy. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So what is a budget? A budget is basically telling your money before you spend it what you want it to do. Rather than looking back and going, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. This so, is like pre... It's always going to be budgeting is before you spend your money. <laughs> right? In a sense. So if, if you're doing that, then you can actually hone in on what it is that you want your money to do. And Mm -hmm. when you can do that, that means that you're not spending it on extraneous things that you didn't really need anyway, because you have prioritized accordingly. Well, and even just like putting your money towards what you want um, in like a thoughtful way. And being very mindful of it rather than getting stuck in the moment and just being like, oh, those shoes are pretty. I'm going to buy them. Well, right. Okay. Which so we now, talk about a lot, right? Like with right. with buying things that are actually like, I don't know, have a pur- are purposeful and are going to like last and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, so. Yeah. Go and on, it's not guys. like people don't need shoes. We need shoes. Yeah, of course. But we maybe do. we didn't really need those shoes just because they were pretty and on sale. Yeah. Right? So exactly. if you can kind of set that up ahead of time and be more mindful rather than getting stuck in that moment, being pulled in by the marketing and the pretty shiny shoes then mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I keep using shoes, but <laughs> I don't even like, I don't know. I was going to say maybe because they seem like somewhat frivolous to you, but as someone who like, I don't know, I, I don't have lots of shoes, but like I have, I have different shoes. I imagine that Biz probably doesn't have a ton of shoes. I have <laughs> six pairs of shoes. You have six pairs of shoes? Yeah, I think so. That might be including my rock climbing shoes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I probably, I have more shoes than that. I think probably i'm yeah. trying to think I have sandals i have my wool shoes i have two pairs of runners i have boots and climbing shoes and fancy shoes i have one pair of black fancy one shoes. pair of fancy so I have shoes seven seven pairs but the, yeah oh my god <laughs> seven okay <laughs> okay so how do you budget anyways back how to, do okay yeah, so i'm really excited budget? about this because i 
uh, about a year and a half ago, discovered YNAB, which is Y-N-A-B, which stands for You Need a Budget. And it is the best budgeting app I have ever come across. And I have used a lot of them. A lot of them. Now, that being said, there was a huge learning curve and it took me two attempts to actually get into it. But once it clicked, it is just amazing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Interesting. So um, what were some of the other budgeting apps that you use that you like? So I've tried like my bank's budgeting app. I've tried Clio, which is like, it's on Facebook Messenger and basically just like, talks to you oh i thought that would be fun but it was just kind of annoying Mm -hmm. like i kind of want to look at the budget when i want to look at the budget rather than having this ai chatting with me giving you comments okay yeah okay Uh uh-huh i've tried mint i've tried dave ramsey yeah mint is the one that i've used in the past and okay i believe mint and every dollar and your they they generally go like month to month. Right. Right? Whereas YNAB just budgets whatever you have. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So YNAB works around four rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, rule one is give every dollar a job. That means you don't have extra money. Everything right. is assigned somewhere mm-hmm. and only the money you have. You can't forecast future money. Right. Two is embrace your true expenses so these are the things that you don't like have a monthly payment for but are going to come up like clothing okay Mm -hmm. car repair anything that you can't really know when you're gonna have to pay for it but you know it'll come up eventually so you just set a little bit aside every month Mm -hmm. and you'll add to that because i'm like still adding to it i'm like oh yeah there's that that software subscription that I only pay for once a year and I forgot about, right? Like, and then you add that and then right. you remember. And then you realize all the things you're actually paying for all the time. And then yeah. you can adjust accordingly, which brings us to rule right. three, which is roll with the punches. Okay. So it allows you to overspend in one category and then like switch it from another one. Oh, and like what that- underspend in another. Yeah. So okay. what that does is it kind of bring makes you aware of the fact that buying those new shoes means you won't have money for the car payment. So right. you better wait because otherwise you're pulling out from that thing you need to pay for next week. Right, 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 right. Okay, interesting. And then rule four is age your money, which basically means like if you have extra money, start budgeting for next month. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah, this is very interesting. I've never heard of this app or have never used it. So this is great news to me. (laughs) I love it so much. And it's just, I went from being in debt two years ago to owning my home (laughs) since I started Mm. using it. (laughs) Because I'm just so aware of what my money's doing, even the little things. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. I feel like Yeah, I will say, like, I think that obviously money and like budgeting is a really interesting topic because I think it's like super unique, right? Like it it really depends on the type of person. But yeah, I think that that's awesome that it's like worked really well for you to like follow your spending that much. I personally don't like, I don't know, I don't, I don't budget every single dollar the same way, but I do kind of follow like a loose budget. But yeah, I want to hear more about how this app has like helped you and like, how, how has it helped you become less? 
I think it's really honed in on my random spending. Like, you don't know how much you eat out until you actually have an eating out category. Yeah. And you go, wow, that got to $500 <laughs> this month. Holy man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's um, reflective. Like, you you started using it as like a reflective tool, right? Yeah. Like and like, you can, oh my goodness. of course, you're probably going to start that way. Mm-hmm. And there's so much support. There's webinars and stuff that you can go to. They're completely I mean, the, the app costs money, but don't oh, like okay. it's definitely saved me more money than it costs yeah, by yeah. far. And I am happy okay, to give them my money. But you get like with that, you get webinars, you get support, you get like there's YouTube channels. Oh, uh, Hannah, who does heard it from Hannah, which is their like, hey, did you know about this tool? And she's hilarious. And I really recommend you go and watch her videos, oh, okay. even if you don't use the app, just because she just makes me smile. <laughs> By the way, right. Wine App is not sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is just Biz's own personal opinion. I just um, literally love this app so much. I love it so much. Okay, so is this something that you like are on like daily looking at, like all that um, kind of stuff? Like every purchase? Does, like, I've gotten something... into the habit. Like it, you can do manual entry or automatic entry connecting it right. to your bank accounts whether yeah. you feel comfortable with that or not whatever i do both so i have okay. it so that it automatically tracks everything in my accounts but i enter them manually oh so okay i'm in the habit of putting it in whenever whoa and then it, that's <laughs> that's a lot of work <laughs> it's not though it really isn't like it takes 30 right. seconds it takes yeah. 30 seconds and i know that i didn't overspend because i just did it right mm-hmm. yeah very, absolutely and it, i mean you don't have to you if you if you do the automatic and then you just check once a week or once a month or whatever and just like make sure everything lines up that works right. too i yeah. just like that being able to check like before i buy something oh yeah there's still right. 30 dollars in this category okay cool Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah i mean you don't have to do it every single purchase i just i like to i enjoy it yeah you get you get <laughs> joy out of that yeah and to be honest that's something that like for me personally like i feel like i used to be much more budget conscious and i found that it was it was like a bit taxing on me like i i i'm a bit of a chronic saver and i say that because um, like saving money is great, but saving money isn't always great um, for me, at least personally, because I would like, I'm someone who like, I love to scroll away money and like, I love to save money. I get a lot of satisfaction out of saving money. And I feel like it kind of gets to the point where um, then I'm like, not enjoying certain things in my life because I'm worried about like how much it's costing and that like, oh, like that $30 which is, which is like kind of the other side of the pendulum swing, to be honest. So I feel like my budgeting but, looks a lot different than yours. Okay. So yeah, one of two things can happen when you buy something if you don't have a budget. Either you're going to feel guilty for spending the money, even though you have it, or mm-hmm. you'll feel guilty for spending the money because you don't know if you have it. Okay? Like, do you know, yeah, do you know what I'm see, saying? I see what you mean, but yeah, for me, it was very different. If you know that you have money set aside for fun things, like say you have $300 pulling a number out of my butt. Yeah. Right? And you see, like, I want this thing, and you have that in your category because everything else is already taken care of, 
then you can mm-hmm. feel free to enjoy that money without the guilt. Yeah, well, and I think that so that's that's my my budgeting is um, it shifted a little bit more from like tracking it day to day, like individual kind of like what you're doing, and and totally like I. I think, and I think this kind of sparked when I was a student as well. Like I was very, I don't know, like very, I know exactly what my finances are doing. I would say that I'm pretty involved with my finances. And anyways, it kind of got to the point where there was certain situations where I'm like, okay, Emily, like you don't need, like you can actually enjoy your money at some point. So now I follow a bit of a different rule. You've eased off. Yeah. So I've eased off a bit. And so I follow um, the 50-30-20 rule, which is like 50% of your income after taxes goes to needs, 30% goes to wants, and 20% like to your financial goals. And I kind of have like adjusted that. That's just like a general. Oh, there's there's so many different rules of thumb that you can go by. I've never heard of that one actually. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. So this one, this one's I would say is like pretty popular. But anyways, for me personally, I just... I really enjoy saving, but it got to the point where I would be like, I would choose not to do fun things because I wanted to save that money. Like I wanted to, you know, instead of anyways. And so that was a bit of a bit of an adjustment for me being like, no, it's actually okay to spend money on the things that you want to. And so now breaking down my budget a little bit differently. um, And like you talk about kind of like frivolous purchases or something. Like I actually have a budget for like frivolous things. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you have which to. Sounds, yeah, if exactly. You don't, so and then I, and you're like just going to feel before. so constrained yeah. and it's not going to be yeah. fun anymore. Right? And like right? what's the point of having I I don't know. Like you got to enjoy your life a little bit. Anyway, so that for me, I found personally like I think that it is super valuable to know exactly what you're spending your money on and where it's going. But for me, close following my bank like day by day and like entering information was actually like not a good (laughs) not a good way for me to budget but obviously I think that that also just shows that there's like different different things work for different people right and so like obviously you get a lot of joy out of like using this app and like organizing things I found it a little bit intense for me sometimes to do that kind of thing but see and yeah I may be coming across as intense but that's because like I really get in like I'm into it and I love it but yeah you you totally love it like you of course don't have to do the every single time you spend money thing but at the same time like I can just leave it for a few days because nothing's happened. I don't have to constantly check it. Like, I'm not obs- – well, my husband oh, would see, disagree. Like, I could like, get obsessive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, um, I could get obsessive with it. So, anyways, but, no, I think that that's really cool. And I like the the fact that it, like – it can kind of, like, you can shift your money around in the moment. Mm-hmm. But, like, still staying within your, your budget, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, now, what, what – you said you use Mint? I have used Mint in the past. Oh, you like have I said, I yeah. What are you using I, right now? Okay, so I I don't use an app actually to track to track my purchases. Um, but what I do is so basically like I know exactly what my monthly income is or like what my monthly budget is of like how much income I make and whatever all that kind of stuff. And so I have split it up essentially, and so. I get paid and then I know exactly like what's going to kind of different accounts. So I split it up essentially immediately as I get paid. And then um, like all my budgeting is kind of, 
I don't want to say done for the month, but basically money comes into my account and then pretty immediately money um, goes to where it needs to be redirected. So I have like, you know, savings and like an account for kind of different things. So for example, like I really value travel. So I have like a portion of money that is then like in a, like I use a lot of, um, what are they? Pre-authorized contributions into like different accounts. And so I shift things around quite, quite quickly. So same as you, like I don't, and I think that it's really important to not have budgeting. Yeah. Not to have like a ton of extra money at the end of the month. Like that sounds bizarre, but it's allocated in certain ways. Um, and then I kind of have like an account, like I have an account for fun. I have account for like, I'm not actually tracking like my purchases as much as I'm just tracking my accounts, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. Now, I actually kind of did the opposite of you. Yeah. So because mm-hmm. I've got my budgeting app tracking how much I've got for everything, right. I only have one credit card, one checking account, one savings account, and one investment account. So yeah. I don't mm-hmm. try to like separate. And the savings account is only because I have to. I don't even have it like it's it's I put my emergency money there just because I don't know, which is also important to like maybe we should <laughs> have, an emergency too, have an emergency account. Yeah, but yeah, like, I don't I don't feel like I need to have that savings account. It's just the bank required it from something. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like one too many accounts. I just wanted to keep it as simple as possible. It's all with one bank. I have like four accounts. I guess okay, five yeah. if you include my mortgage. Like, that's it. Yeah. Well, and see that, yeah, I was going to say that's where we definitely differ because I, I'm i not saying that I have like 15 bank accounts. Like I have yeah, I, I, I like I have it pretty systematically, I say I would say like I have. Yeah, I just have kind of different accounts for slightly different things. And like, yeah, for example, like me and my partner, um, like we have a shared credit card because like there's some expenses that we have because we live together that we share and we have like a shared bank account. But then I also have like my own bank account and my own credit card for like purchases that are just my own. And so I kind of have it set up in a way that it's like, I know exactly how much money I have per month going in different directions. But yeah, it, it I guess, I don't know. I don't know, really know. It, it, it works for me. It sounds kind of weird, probably to a lot of other people. But essentially, like I follow the 50, 30, 20 rule ish, like to my own, I have adjusted those numbers to my to my own rule of thumb. So for example, right. like I mentioned that like I really love to save money. So um like I save a little bit more probably than what is like recommended in the 50 30 20 rule that they've stated, but like I've kind of worked it out to what that looks like for me. Um and then essentially yeah, when money comes into my account, then I just like automatically shift it to wherever in my budget based that needs on to those go. percentages. Yeah, based on yeah. like the percentages that so I now, decided, I really, and then yeah, use that. Mm-hmm. I really like that we have very different perspective, like how we do it, because there mm-hmm. is like that very broad. At least you're aware of what your money's doing, and and I am very like have every little detail down to the penny, and mm-hmm. either way is still a budget. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like, like just that consciousness of what's happening. Anyway, let's talk about budgeting in the sense of reducing. Like, how is budgeting helping us become less? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, totally. This is this is a great question. So for me, I think personally, like I talk about this all the time. I feel like I'm very particular about the things that I buy. Like I, I very rarely, I would say, if ever, like buy things um, without like doing pretty extensive research on them first and like really taking my time to think about them. And budgeting has a lot to do with that. So for example, um, it, it could be from anything from a pair of shoes to a shirt to like a piece of furniture, literally everything, pretty much everything that I choose to purchase, I have put thought into and um, have like carefully considered. And I know like that's probably not how a lot of people function. I would say maybe except for food. Food is a, I'm a little bit more flexible on, but like actual items that I know that are going to like be in my life, I like spend a lot of time considering what I actually want to purchase, mostly because I look at things now. I think I've shifted my mindset instead of looking at things as like a need or a want in the moment and being like, okay, what am I going to need and want like for the next 30 years, <laughs> which, which is like very okay. intense. I know. I, ca- I gotta say, I don't have a 30 year plan. I got like maybe a 10 no, year plan. No, I know, but I'm like, like particularly <laughs> I think but, about like, but on, on that yeah, like I just think of- about items that I purchase, like maybe not necessarily clothes cause they don't have that lifespan, but I'm like, okay, like if I'm going to buy, for example, like I'm just throwing this out there, you know, a laptop for school, I'm like, okay, what laptop can I buy that is going to serve me the longest that I can like get the most use out of that's going to like be what I need for as long as I need it right so I think like you know I just I put a lot of thought into those purchases I haven't bought anything just like on a whim in a very very long time and I know that that's kind of like a learned trait for me um, but that's really helped with my budgeting too because I'm like oh if there's something that I really need or really want like often I've put a ton of thought into it and I'm like, okay, I know that I want this and I know that it's going to cost X amount of dollars. I don't know. Maybe I wait until next yeah. month to get that. Like, I, I I don't know. I do that a lot. Yeah. See, now on the topic of like considering your purchases yeah. more thoroughly, I find that having say like a clothing category in my budget, I'm only putting a few $25 right. a month in there, which is probably more than I need in a year but when my pants rip I don't go buy some cheap pair of pants because Mm -hmm. I need them now I have built up that amount of money so that I can go and invest in a good pair of $200 pants because I've got the money set aside that you know that are gonna be really great for you yeah yeah I won't need as many because they're more durable my mom likes to tell this story about my dad and his shoes okay <laughs> that my dad would not spend more than ten dollars on a pair of shoes oh my goodness okay where can you even but get he would $10 have to... shoes <laughs> well i mean this was like years ago 50, 20 years yeah, yeah. ago <laughs> okay <laughs> but he wouldn't spend more than ten dollars on a pair of shoes but then he'd buy like six pairs of shoes a year because every two months they'd wear out and that's only like one type of shoe when they wore out oh interesting Okay. So now if you're spending like a new pair of shoes every month at $10 a piece, that's $120 when you could spend $120 on one pair of shoes right. that lasted you three yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, And I'm definitely right. like, like so it, yeah, yeah, for sure. So it actually ends up being less expensive in the long term. Yeah, absolutely. And you're prepared for it ahead of time. Well, and I feel, I think a lot of in like 
I'll say environmental or like green products are like that. Like they have a, a larger, big investment, but then over time you're like, you get those benefits over time if you're going to lose, use it for a long period of time. Right. Like that's pretty common, I would say, but in the long run, you're actually saving money, which is very interesting and brings on like yeah. other points. I mean, of- not even things that aren't necessarily quoted as environmental, if the quality's higher and they're going to last longer, they're still better than buying the cheap things you're going to throw out all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Now, on your, like, 50, 30, 20 yeah. thing, mm-hmm. um, I've heard other things. So, like, Dave Ramsey says that if your rent or your mortgage is more than 25%, it's too much. You can't afford it. Yeah. Um, like, different percentages as, like, mm-hmm. rules of thumb. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing to even just, like, be that aware. Because yeah. Because maybe you have a house you can't really afford. Oh, well, totally. Well, and okay, so sorry to interrupt you, but just talking about that, like, it's so interesting, particularly, like, Biz and I both just became homeowners. So I feel like we kind yeah, we live in this world of, like, I think we live in this world of people live with a lot of debt. Like, that's, that's very, like, common, I think, about particularly with millennials. But it was very shocking to me to like talk to someone who was wanting to sell us a mortgage and like basically like i don't know if you had this experience biz but like they gave us like a maximum number of like oh you can spend up to this Mm -hmm. which like if you actually look at like my budget and what i can afford like that maximum number was insane and like it was probably like way more It, it was so much more than i would have ever wanted to spend like individually like for my income and like what I felt like was an appropriate amount to put towards like my living expenses for the month and like I think that that has reasons to do with like I I don't know like I don't understand why that's a thing but I really have found that like as a millennial we're offered like we're offered lots of debt (laughs) like lots of credit cards lots of mortgages like lots of these things but when you actually like yeah figure out what your income is and break it down epidemic literally yeah yeah, and you break it down um like i think that that's really valuable because i yeah i think that like like that's why i really like the 50 30 20 rule and I do follow that like 50% of your income max for me personally would be like your needs. So I would consider those like expenses that I can't remove from my budget. So like, you know, 50% would be like my mortgage payment and like electricity and, you know, even things like your cell phone bill. Like my cell mm-hmm. phone bill isn't something that like, I know that sounds ridiculous that I like can't not have, but really like for it me really, to work and kinda, live and go to do, school yeah. in this generation. I know. Like I, I actually I, need I've my phone. I've been considering like the flip phone thing, but I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't know if I could actually like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and particularly now because I have been working virtually as, as well. And yeah, having, having a phone, <laughs> like a, a mobile phone that's at, like people can email you on and all that kind of stuff is like kind of important for me. Um, And like Mm -hmm. internet, internet's another like need that I'm like, I need to have access to internet because in order for me to work and for me to go to school and for me to do all these things, I actually need to have internet. So like I need to build that into my needs budget. Yeah. Just making sure that you're not like, you know, 
buying a house that you can't actually afford. Like, I think that that Mm -hmm. happens a lot. And then, yeah, like with my budget, now I have it kind of broken down into like, oh, actually I have a portion of my budget for fun and like travel and all these things that are really important to me. Whereas before when I was just like, I don't know, I didn't really have like this overall overarching budget. I was more just like trying to save, 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 save that Mm -hmm. that wasn't helpful. So yeah, I, I think that like looking at your overarching goals is so important when you're budgeting. Like you got to start big and then you can focus as small as you want, right? And so when we were looking at a place, we budgeted how much we could afford if one of us was working. Yeah. Yeah. So Which is also like the benefit of having a partner. We we did a similar thing, right? Where yeah. it was so like... We didn't, we didn't want... <laughs> we made it so that if I were working and he wasn't or if he was working and I wasn't we'd still be able to cover all the bills mm-hmm. it yeah. might be might be tight but not not in the red by any means well and like this sounds morbid and stuff like too we, but like we might not be able to go out for dinner twice a week every week but <laughs> yeah well well then I think that that's really important too like uh, like obviously both of us have partners so we're like fortunate enough to be able to like rely on our partner in certain situations but yeah, it's it's important, I think, also too, to be able to confidently like afford things without your partner. Like this sounds horrible, but I'm like, oh, what if my partner dies? Like legitimately. What if <laughs> yeah. what if one of us like yeah, can't work forever? Or, you know, like those there's those things that you also need to consider. And so yeah. I mean, I've always been very conservative and with that, my budget. That actually went into my home expense was insurance oh, <laughs> so yeah right home insurance and life mm-hmm. insurance were part of the home expenses because yeah. then if something did happen the other person would be very safe right yeah exactly so I, I mean there's just kind of like all of these other things right but yeah it's really important to just like I don't know set yourself up for success and like I don't know I also can appreciate that like being in debt and like I don't know trying to climb out of a hole of debt is like really really difficult so it really is and it took me it took me a long time five years took me five years um after almost having to declare bankruptcy because my business anyway i got injured i couldn't have my business anymore right. but i still owed money on the loan yeah <laughs> sad and then yeah, that was five a years huge to climb out of that yeah. hole yeah 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 which and is i'm like never again i will never <laughs> go into debt ever again. yeah well and i think it's interesting because um, maybe, and, and I don't know if anyone else has ever had this experience, but I feel like my parents like hammered in, like my parents are, uh, how do I put this? Like very financially conservative, I guess. And like, we're big savers. Like that's kind of where I get it from. And so that was kind of like hammered into me, I guess, as a kid of like, yeah, you kind of need to be prepared and you need to be able to take care of yourself. And like, they they taught me about like, credit cards and how dangerous they can be and like you know you are so lucky you are one of the lucky ones yeah i learned everything the hard way (laughs) money was never talked about in my family except that we kind of got this impression that we didn't have a lot of it (laughs) Mm, okay yeah but like the budgeting was never mentioned debt was never mentioned credit cards were never mentioned i didn't i had to just learn it all by doing okay interested and see yeah i would say that my parents like kind of um instilled Which a might lot of be fear why I'm super hyper aware of it now <laughs> me, yeah yeah they like like for example credit cards like when i was able to get a credit card 
uh, my parents like credit cards are excellent tools like you they my my parents were really great at teaching me really good budgeting skills and I do think that like it did kind of make me a bit intense <laughs> in in a sense like that's why I say that I don't track my things daily anymore because um, I feel like that's not like a healthy way for me to look at my money um, just for me personally I feel so much more at peace and comfortable knowing all the time (laughs) and I I I'm a bit of a control freak maybe though yeah yeah and I do like to know kind of what's going on but I also don't like to stress over going out for wings with my friends like it it kind of like I have been that's because I have a budget category for that (laughs) yeah but yeah anyways (laughs) I think that I think that that's the difference between you and I but yeah I was lucky enough to get like a pretty great financial I feel like that phrase comes up up in almost every episode now of what? The difference between you and I. Yeah. Yeah. And we are like incredibly different, <laughs> which I think is really valuable. Like we do things very differently. And hopefully our listeners get um, a little bit out of it because, yeah, there's absolutely no right way to do it. But you you got to figure out what works for you, right? Like mm-hmm. we can only provide our advice and suggestions. <laughs> so I will list all of the budgeting apps that were mentioned yeah in the show notes so if you want to go check them out by all means amazing um, or you know excel spreadsheets also do the job Mm -hmm. or you know pen and paper if you use it right yeah and i think that yeah creating a budget and like if you have a budget and you can like i don't know like it sounds like biz you stick to your budget like very regimented i'm a little bit more flexible but also like well now have a bit more flexibility built in yeah roll with the punches oh like no i want this so i'm but i'm very aware that yeah going over what i had planned means less for something else right so no i wouldn't say i'm super strict oh but i am very aware that it does affect other aspects of my budget yeah yeah well yeah that's a great way of looking at it but i think that also it's Mm -hmm. Like it provides a maybe like control and organization, but also um, like peace of mind. Like I think particularly for me, like frivolous spending was something that I had a really hard time with um, previously. And now that I follow a bit more of a budget, I know that like, oh, yeah, I do have room. And I when I say frivolous spending, like, I don't know, like, yeah, like going to a casino and like, you know spending money at the casino like i would consider that for myself frivolous spending that's hilarious i can't even bring myself to walk into one because i'm like the roi is just (laughs) stupid um yeah and see like i really to be completely honest maybe this is going to surprise some people but like i love gambling like i love playing tables i think it's so fun yeah like really (laughs) right (laughs) yeah Hmm. i love i love yeah, it's super fun. Obviously, like I... But you know your limit. Like I kind you of joke about it. this. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of joke about this. I'm like, I could definitely be a gambling addict. Like I love it so much. So anyways, I like something like that, frivolous spending, like I would, if I like, not that I go to the casino all the time, but if I, if I had gone to the casino and I had like lost, I don't know, let's say like $50, I in the past would have felt guilty about that because I would have felt that that was like frivolous spending that I didn't need to spend. And now I've kind of shifted my mindset of about like, oh, well, like, no, you have, you have a budget or like you have an amount that you can use for frivolous spending. And like, that's going towards that. And also like, you know, you spent $50 and you had a great time at the casino and you were like entertained. You don't need to feel guilty about like 
losing, I say that with quotations, losing that money, right? Like I think, yeah, now I have a a bit better mindset on like having like spending things that are outside of my needs. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's worth that to me, if that makes sense. But before I didn't have that like frivolous spending or like wants budget category because I was like budgeting everything super tight my recommendation would definitely be to include that always in your budget, no matter what. Budgeting helps you realize to keep you in a home that maybe is smaller than you think you need. It helps you to be aware of all of the little frivolous things that you're spending your money on. So you're not buying as much stuff Mm -hmm. that you're bringing into your house. So yeah, like I said, choosing a place within a specific budget keeps us and half as much as we could technically afford, but that keeps us in a smaller space that has a smaller footprint. And mm-hmm. yeah, and you're also like more thoughtful about your purchases, right? Because you know, like you said, like the Alberta gambling thing, like know your limits stay within it. Like that actually applies with budgeting too. <laughs> like absolutely. And also just like bring simplicity to your life in a sense. So what's your wine, cheese and dessert? Okay, my wine is... Oh, yeah. So I became a homeowner, obviously. Um, And now I have to deal with leaves for the first time. It's turning into fall. And now I have leaves. And so that's my wine, which I I know, (laughs) I know sounds like very dramatic, but I have never had to deal with leaves before. And it is like, normally, I feel like I'd be like, oh, perfect. I would have garden and like, go put my leaves in my garden and like compost them and it'd be great. But I don't have a garden yet because we just moved in and that's... A, yeah, but the compost won't be ready for like a year or two anyway, so... Yeah, so the other tricky thing is is that I don't have a spot to put the leaves because our backyard is all rock. So... Oh. Unless I want to put... Anyways, it's just like kind of this whole like, oh my God, what am I going to do with these leaves? Just <laughs> trying to learn the different seasons of your house. Well, yeah. And I don't have a system set up because we just got here and now like, yeah. right? Anyways, so... That's my complaint. Like leaves are great for composting, but it's a pain in the butt when you don't have a system for them. So that's my wine. Okay. So my dessert though, like kind of on the flip side of this is having being part of like the city of Edmonton um, residential collection system is so great. (laughs) I'm a big fan. I have the carts. I'm using the carts and I am like, it's so nice. Oh my God. It's so nice. I just like put my recycling out and they just pick it up and take it I'm jealous of your food scraps bin. Oh my God. And the food scraps bin is amazing because I can put cheese and meat and bones. Like not that I, like it's honestly just amazing. I feel like I'm diverting so much more waste from the landfill because I just have these systems in place. So I'm like super stoked for it. Half of the garbage, half of the garbage that goes into the Edmonton system is organic. Yeah. So anyways, it just it feels really great because before I would have to like throw all my bones and like cheese and like all of the dairy products and things because I wouldn't compost those those at home. And now I don't have to do that. Like I still have my worm compost system, which I'm using. But like even things like, oh, you're not supposed to put a ton of citrus into your worm compost because it can like change the pH and like make them unhappy. Right. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, but now I can put that in the city of Edmonton food scraps <laughs> bin, which is so awesome. 
Um, anyway, so it just, it's great. I'm very excited about it. And then, (laughs) yeah. And then this is a, this is a back to school joke because I know it's September and everyone's going back to school, including me, but biz, what is the king of all school supplies? What? The ruler. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Very nice. There you go. Okay. What's your wine, cheese and dessert? Okay. So my wine also has to do with leaves kind of. Oh, what? Um, nice. So I was very excited to get out of a basement where I had very little light in my home so that I could actually maybe have plants again. Mm-hmm. And so I bought a bunch of plants and I was very overzealous about it. So I got probably way too many and like half of them died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I think I just I got too many all at once so that I couldn't really focus on the different care for each one. Yeah, and plants are hard. I lost a few of them. My oh. tomatoes are doing excellent, though. I've had very good luck with my tomatoes and my jalapenos. Oh, good. Have you but, gotten some? Have you gotten to eat some? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, and I made salsa. Oh, nice. Oh, that's so awesome. And we have them in our eggs in the morning. It's delicious. Oh, that's so great. But I lost a pickle plant. I lost. What's a pickle plant? You mean a cucumber plant? No. Like it's a. It's also known as an ice plant. plant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my house plants aren't doing very well. But I think it might have been because it's also really warm in here. And of course, with the heat waves, we don't have AC. It's also plants, I will say, like plants are hit and miss. Um, so don't feel too bad because plants will, like, just the transition of moving them from one location to another is quite stressful. Yeah. So that I figure happens. I'll probably happens. the ones that are still around are doing well. So I'm sure it'll kind of just some will survive and those will be the ones that stay. Right. Okay. I'm looking That's up great. a pickle plant and oh, it's a succulent. Okay. Yes. Oh, man. Succulents. Isn't cute? Succulents are, are so hard. Succulents suck to take care of in my opinion <laughs> but that's just <laughs> i'm trying my my aloe is still alive so hopefully that oh well that's good okay anyways what's yeah. your what's your okay. dessert my cheese, oh, cheese is how many teachers does it take to screw in a light bulb how many none light bulbs aren't in the budget oh 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 ouch 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 <laughs> ouch, ouch, ouch yeah that checks out and then my dessert, I actually have two, and I couldn't decide okay. between the two of them. So Awesome. Um, over the last month that we've been mm-hmm. away, I had the opportunity to help out at Edmonton Tool Library's Repair Cafe. And so I got to repair a bunch of stuff, mostly sewing, but I also fixed a lamp. So that was fun. You fixed a lamp? Oh, my goodness. Nice. I fixed a lamp. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> I mean, I do repair sewing machines for a living. So, yeah. you know, it was... Okay. I'm like... They were they were overwhelmed in the appliance department. So I'm like, well, I don't have anybody and they look really busy. What can I do? Oh, cool. And they're like, fix a lamp. <laughs> That's awesome. So I fixed a lamp. That was fun. And I also got to judge the blenders and dress libraries <gasps> yes. fashion show yes okay i got to be a judge it was awesome that's amazing that's so fun so the show was blenders gave some like old probably never going to ever be used wedding dresses mm-hmm. like the kind that you can imagine with the big poofy sleeves and that sort of okay. thing yeah yeah so maybe some like outdated and outdated styles super outdated styles yeah. that nobody wanted right and so they what they did is they gave them to people who wanted to participate in the fashion show and they got to alter them to make (gasps) them something cool and new and fresh oh that's so cool it was very fun that's awesome that's so awesome and then 
the dress library was also there, so they did a they modeled a bunch of their dresses that that they had available as well. So that was cool. Oh, amazing! That's so cool. That's super fun. Yeah, it was good times. Fantastic. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad that you got to do that. That sounds like such a fun fun night. Okay, and. Yeah, thank you guys all so much for listening. And thank you to Change Toothpaste for sponsoring the podcast because podcasting is not free and Emily and I are volunteers, so we really appreciate their support. That's awesome. Okay, we would love, as always, we love to hear your feedback and we appreciate, uh, I mean, it was really nice for us to take a break. I feel like we got recharged and like refocused and got a bunch of stuff to do, but um, we are also glad to hear lots of your feedback. So keep it coming. (laughs) And so you can always send your feedback to us at becominglesspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at becominglesspod. You can message us there or you can go to wastefree.ca slash becominglesspod for all the ways to connect and listen and to donate to support waste reduction here in Edmonton, Alberta. Amazing. Okay. Hope you guys come back next time. Remember every day we can be a little less than we were yesterday. I haven't had breakfast yet and I'm starving.